Jason Walls is our News Talk ZB chief political reporter. Hi, Jason. Hello, Heather. Okay, so the White House meeting uh, dealt with China, did it? Yeah, I mean, China was basically the big topic of what the conversation was about today. There was a lot about climate change and sustainability, and there was a bit about gun control, although Ardern wasn't really going into detail other than just providing reflections on what New Zealand had to deal with. But the idea of China expanding its influence in the Pacific has really cast a long shadow over the PM's whole trip to the U.S., to the point where this actually got started a number of months ago when the the, the prime minister was talking about the Solomon Islands and the security pact that the Solomons had signed with China. At the time, she said she was gravely concerned, and that was the narrative for a number of weeks. Now, fast forward to yesterday, actually, and the prime minister started downplaying it. She said that China's expansion into the Pacific was part of normal diplomacy and was really nothing new. So it was quite a, a change in rhetoric. So it meant that when it came to the prime minister's meeting with Joe Biden in the Oval Office today, it was always going to be a pared back version of what it potentially could have been a while back, given the fact that Ardern seemed to be more concerned about it back then. So after the meeting today that she had with Joe Biden, which lasted, um, I'll just point out, an hour and a half when it's supposed to have only lasted an hour, because apparently things went really well in there, they put out a communique, which is basically a long list of things that the two countries have agreed upon. Now that communique, in, re and in regards to the Pacific, says, today we acknowledge that security and defense will become an ever more important focus of our strategic partnership. We look to increase the interoperability of our forces, including personnel exchanges, co-deployments, and defense and trade. As the security environment in Indo-Pacific evolves, so must our defense cooperation. Now, that sounds pretty strong, and there was a lot in this communique, which was considerably longer than any of the remarks that the prime minister gave, may I just point out, um, was quite strong. But here's what the prime minister had to say when we asked about the influence of China in the Pacific outside the Oval Office today. What's already established is uh, the close working relationship that New Zealand and the United States have, that we have shared values and really importantly that the focus in our region is on furthering the Pacific values and the focus that Pacific Island leaders have determined for themselves. Now, that sounds pretty far-fetched or far away from what was announced in the communique. So the Prime Minister and the, Joe Biden have agreed on one thing. They've put it into writing and have had this, this shared strategic direction that they're looking to go forward. But when Ardern's in front of the cameras, when, when Biden's asked about it, basically it's a, almost another story and you get all of this sort of PR wishy-washy stuff. So, you know, I think she could have gone a lot further today, at least kind of given us what was in the communique, which was actually agreed. But she decided instead to talk about partnerships. Jason, um, are we being asked to speak more on defence? Well, at this stage, no. I mean, not explicitly, but you look at yeah. the likes of Australia and other countries, which are all looking to boost their GDP, their defense spending to 2% of GDP, and you think that there'd be a lot of pressure on New Zealand to do this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's worth noting that when New Zealand spends money on GDP, it is not for fighter jets and tanks and aircraft carriers. Basically, what it is, is it's an outreach into the Pacific to help with things like climate change and repairing damage that's been done. So this idea, this notion that increasing New Zealand's defense defense spending would lead to more war. It just doesn't match up with our defense protocol that we've had in the past. Uh, on the CPTPP, no way, obviously, that the U.S. is going to get involved in that at all. But did we get any trade concessions? 
Well, we did. And so if getting the U.S. into the CPTPP, which if announced today would have been the biggest diplomatic win probably in a long time for New Zealand, um, it would have been massive. But instead, um, Ardern said that she and Biden talked about steel and aluminium tariffs and said that essentially what was going to be happening was they'd be looking into relinquishing or at least getting rid of some of the tariffs that New Zealand exporters pay into the U.S. So, you know, it's a little bit. It's a small concession. It's not massive. But you know, Ardern said that she's still pushing to get the U.S. into the CPTPP, but she said she's having no luck so far. Look, you would have heard in my opening remarks uh, that the CPTPP continues to be a significant focus for New Zealand. We also understand the domestic realities, but look, the United States has come forward with the IPEF, with the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework. We as a nation are very focused on making sure that we see tangible deliverables from that opportunity which has been presented, and we're going to take that. I'll let you follow up, Claire. No. You will continue to see us advocate at every stage, and you will have seen me do that through this trip, through my engagement uh, with representatives here in Capitol Hill, continuing to advocate for ultimately the CPTPB as being a way to add greater economic resilience in our region. So she's going to continue to advocate, which basically, if she's sitting in the White House, she's talking to Joe Biden. They've got a really, really good relationship. If she still can't get it across the line, I don't think New Zealand has much of a chance of convincing the U.S. at this stage ever. Jason, thank you very much. Jason Walls, uh, News Talk ZB chief political reporter. And, and on that question about whether we are being asked to increase our defence spending, we are going to talk to Wayne Wapp, Wayne Mapp, former defence minister, about that, 25 uh, to 6. So stay tuned for that because that's got to potentially be one of the outcomes that we're being asked of here.